Welcome into Bill Snyde Digital, presented by Hunt Real Estate, the official real estate and relocation company of the Buffalo Bills. I'm Maddie Glab, and the Bills finish off the regular season 13 and three after defeating the Dolphins 56 to 26. They secure the number two seed in the playoffs and become the first Buffalo Bills team ever to sweep the division. So many records broken, so many great things to look back on from this regular season. To help me break it all down, I've got Bills legend Eric Wood with me. Eric, 56 points on the scoreboard to close out the regular season in January. No big deal. The Bills can do it. The 2020 Buffalo Bills can do it. So what were your impressions of this final game of the regular season? You think, oh, they're probably going to rest some of their starters and maybe it's not going to be as, as high scoring of a game as we've seen from this offense the last couple weeks. But no, it doesn't matter if you're a starter or non-starter. The Buffalo Bills are going to score against pretty much any defense. Yeah, coming into the game, it was really tough to know what to expect from this team because you didn't know who they would rest, um, how aggressive they would play. And even in, deep in the second half, the Bills are trying to score points. And when you get your backup quarterback and Matt Barkley in there, you want to evaluate him. You want to evaluate some of the young guys on offense and truly push the ball down the field at times, which uh, may have looked like they were rubbing it in. But the defense played extremely well, forced four turnovers today, made two extremely uncomfortable all day with a number of rested players on the defense side of the ball. The offense, they ran in full force today. We got to see John Brown for the first time in action in a while. And it was great to see him play so well in the first half. Every time Stephon Diggs caught the ball, I just kept thinking, get down, get down. And then Josh Allen looked super sharp. And, and I think that's what Sean McDermott wanted. He wanted to carry this momentum into the playoffs that they had been playing with, and they sure did it today. We both know that Sean McDermott is all about routine and schedule, and that's what he did going into this game, starting Josh Allen and the starters for a couple series for the first half before they rested them. But we're going to throw it over to Micah Hyde and Jordan Poyer. They're going to talk about the defense's dominant performance against the Dolphins. I mean, our starters come out. Uh, all those guys have prepared extremely hard throughout the season, throughout the week to go out there and shine when their opportunities presents itself. And, you know, we're lucky to have guys like that on the Subal team, um, you know, who can go in there any 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 day, any snap, and, and play at a high level like these guys did today. Absolutely, man. Thank you, guys, and uh, good luck. Thank you. Congrats, fellas, uh, on the division sweep there. Um, I'm just curious, what was Coach's mindset? Because I know he had to kind of walk a fine line this week between, you know, playing to win, but also protecting against injury for the playoffs. So I'm just kind of curious what his messaging was to you to keep you guys ready, but also keep you guys safe. Um, you know, obviously you address some guys that, that, uh, that we're playing with everybody else. I mean, at the end of the day, uh, I wanted to play. The person I wanted to play, um, just to go out there and be able to work on some things uh, at the same time. You know, you know, we were on a football field. The last thing you're thinking about is getting hurt. Um, you know, you're out there playing fast. And I think when you're out there thinking about getting hurt, that's when it happens. Um, so, you know, everybody was out there playing fast and, and having fun. And, you know, that's what you saw the results today. And then just with respect to um, the depth of your guys' roster, do you feel like the depth of your roster was on full display today, whether it was, you know, Isaiah on offense or special team? You know, Dean, even Antonio yeah. Williams coming up off the practice. That just shows that just shows you the depth of the depth of our team, man. Those guys, all those guys can start for any other team anywhere in the league. 
Um, and, and it shows their character to be able to continue to prepare each and every week the way that they do to to be ready to play and, and you know take advantage of their opportunity when it presents itself. Thanks, fellas. Hey guys, Paul Stockman, News 4, congrats on the win. Um, when you look at this particular performance, how much does something like this carry over, especially considering, you know, you're going straight to a playoff game next week as opposed to having to get that bye week that normally comes with the two seed? And, and how much does it help actually having that game so there is no, there's no layoff and you can kind of keep that momentum going? Uh, yeah, I mean, we've played some pretty, pretty good ball lately. Um, you know, we understand that, but, you know, we got to keep it going. I think it starts with practice this week. Um, you know, we're, we're coming off some big wins, so we do have a little momentum. We understand that. And, uh, you know, obviously not having a bye this year is, is a little bit different. You know, you obviously always play for that for that bye and to get a week off and get, you know, everybody healthy and all that. And, um, at the end of the day, you know, we got some momentum, so, so we keep it going. Were you guys just feeling it? I mean, what what was making the difference today, considering all the turnovers and just I mean, these guys, you guys were playing good top to bottom, and it just didn't seem to stop today. We're a good football team. Uh, we expect to go out there and play at a high level each week. So uh, you know, it really you don't want to say it's a surprise when we go out there and, and play the way that we play, you know, because that's what we expect out of ourselves, and we know that our coaches expect that out of us as well. So. Um, I mean, you can see at the end of the game, we didn't left, we didn't leave the foot off the gas. We kept, you know, we kept, kept going. So, um, you know, credit to the guys, all along, along the locker room, the coaches, had a hell of a week of prep. We want to continue that momentum going into next week in the playoffs. Thanks, guys. Hey, guys, it's Sean. I apologize that I hopped in here late. Um, what were the discussions like this week, and how much did you know about playing time and the importance of, of getting some run in this final game? You know, we, we knew we were uh, we knew we were playing. Um, yeah, the week, so we, we got our, we got our uh, mentality right. Uh, we were prepared like any other week. Um, you know, we knew it was a big reasonable opportunity to go out there and get a win. Um, you know, get this get this organization for 13 months, um, get some hair both the playoffs. So it, it was never any doubt in our mind about uh, you know not playing and, and all that stuff. I think Sean did a great job communicating with the guys that weren't playing and anybody else you knew what the situation was. Um, so. I can speak to myself and I prepare that I can play the whole entire game. Uh, and that's how you gotta go out there and prepare each other week. Was there any talk or, or any consideration knowing that one of the scenarios or a couple of them that could play out is you play Miami again next week? Was there any talk about? Yeah, yeah. Was there any consideration in maybe game plan or who was going to play and whatnot, knowing that you may play them again? Next I week. think that's a I think that's a question for the coaches maybe. I think that might be a little above our pay grade. Um, you know, for us as as players, you know, you you gotta prepare throughout the week like you're playing the entire game. You know, I, I, I we knew the situation kinda early on in the week, some guys weren't playing, some guys were, but you know, when you get the green light to whether they say you're playing a quarter or two quarters, you know, you know mindset's gotta be you gotta prepare like you're gonna go play. You know, prepare throughout the week, watching your tape, you know, going throughout your everything that you're doing throughout the week to mentally prepare to play a four quarter game. Appreciate you guys. Thanks. Jordan Poyer, they're speaking to the depth of this Buffalo Bills team. And whether it was on offense or defense, we saw so many non-starters making plays. Antonio Williams with two touchdowns. Dean Marlowe with two interceptions. Eric, when's the last time you watched a team with this much depth that can have success against the number one scoring defense in the NFL? The Dolphins just allowing 18.8 points per game coming into this game. 
The Bills scored 56. We haven't seen it since I've been involved with the organization. I can tell you that. But that's what happens when you draft to the same scheme over and over and over, and you have your decision makers not missing in the draft. You saw so many guys that the Bills have acquired and developed show up in this game, and that goes a long way. And that's proof when you keep guys around in being a McDermott, how it could pay off for you down the road. Yeah, definitely. One player who has surely come a long way since he was drafted by Buffalo is Josh Allen. He's in the Zoom room talking to our media right now. Obviously, we feel good. and uh, We got to keep things rolling. Obviously, this doesn't mean anything if um, we can't do anything in the playoffs. And we understand that. You know, we got a very veteran run team, guys that care about each other, guys that just want to work hard and do their jobs. And, um, ultimately, that's what we want to do. Now, just do our job and, and go there for our best before, try to win a football game. And, uh, that's what we did, and um, again, it was a three-phase deal tonight. Offense, defense, special teams, the guys making plays, stepping up all over the field. It was awesome to see. Does it feel like, um, particularly since week 13, does it feel like you guys are putting your best game, your most complete game on the field week in and week out? It seems like you're, um, you're beating your previous mark. I mean, uh, that's what we'd like to think. But again, that first half, the first couple drives, you know, we didn't get things going, didn't start the way we wanted to, and we picked it up, obviously. Uh, but still things to clean up, still things to learn from on film. Um, you know, and it's something we'll, we'll watch tomorrow and get ready for Saturday or Sunday, whoever we may play. All right. Appreciate you, Josh. Thank you. Dr. Josh, Mookie Hawkins, Marco Sports today. Thanks, Mook. Hey, man, it seemed like uh, with 144 to go in the game, you came back out there to play darts, man. Just talk about uh, Isaiah McKenzie's uh, performance today. Oh, man, he was awesome. Um, like I said, just guys stepping up, though, with Cole going down. Um, you see, you know, things that Isaiah can do. He's fast. He's, uh, he's a smart player when he's on the field. He's a, you know, viable punt return and can take the top off any defense. Um, he's just one of those guys that you love to see succeed. Such a team, team guy. Guys love him in the locker room. Um, you know, he, he made the most of his opportunity today. Speaking of love, man, I see you showed a lot of love for Paso. You wore that jacket. Just care to talk about the jacket that you're wearing today. Yeah. Um, honestly, I don't. I just kind of saw it in my closet, and I've never worn it. Um, you know, and obviously, we all know what Poncho meant to this organization, uh, the love that and the affinity that he had for his team. Um, what better way to to have him recognized again, um, they wear it, and um, everybody talking about him again, you know, we know he's up there looking down on a smile. Absolutely. Gosh, congrats on the regular season and off to a new season, man. Good luck. Thanks, Luke. Hey, Josh, Paul Stockman, News 4. Uh, congrats on the win. Uh, Mookie kind of took my question about Isaiah, but I did want to ask, you know, in a week where there was a lot of speculation of whether or not you guys were going to, you know, rest the starters or play the starters. You came out and had your second best offensive performance, at least point-wise, in in team history. Uh, just was there an emphasis on keeping the foot on the gas today, or at least finishing strong, as opposed to coming out and trying to take it easy? Yeah, I mean that's that's our job on offense to score the ball, and uh, so Coach McDermott tells us to, to take it easy. We're going to keep doing what we do, and that's that's why my coach table. Um, he's not afraid to, to keep throwing the thing. And, um, I think of the identity of our offense, we know who we are. Um, we know how to get out of a rut, like I said early on. And things were going the way we wanted to. And, um, we started calling some of my favorite plays. And we got things rolling. Um, it feels like it just didn't stop. And you're a guy that doesn't like to talk about, you know, 
your individual performances, but when you look at another record being broken today, and you know, obviously you're gonna you're, you you focus on winning number 14, but when you look at this particular performance you've had all season, just how much of that also goes back to the guys around you? And you have a game like Isaiah, a guy like Isaiah that had a game like this today, and and the guys that are stepping up in key moments to to help you out and really help the whole team out. I mean, it's, it's obviously one thing they do is their job. You do it. Um, but the guys that we got, they, they care so much about this team and so much about each other. They work extremely hard. You got a guy like Gabe who has been shuffled around with Steph coming back and Kobe being out and whether he's going to play F or X or Z. Um, guy that just put his head down, made two really great catches tonight. Um, you know, his number wasn't called on a whole bunch, but he made plays when they were. And then again, with uh, Isaiah, three touchdowns, one, one being a punt return. Um, Guys just doing their job, you know, and that's that's what they're supposed to do, and it's the making of a, a really good football team that's when you can trust guys to step up. Um, Isaiah not being our full-time public trainer, making plays for us. So uh, it's just the depth that we have here, and, it's, again, it's front, credit to the front office for bringing the guys that they have, um, but more importantly, the guys that are supporting extremely hard and always been proud. Thanks, Josh. Thank you. Hey, Josh, congrats on the win. Just a quick question with regard to – Isaiah's second touchdown that you threw him, it's late in the down. You're not scrambling, but it almost looked like he was going into scramble rules already. Is Am I accurate with that? Or yeah, um, we, we got him, yeah, we got him to jump off sides, and it's a free play. So uh, whether I throw an interception or take a sack, obviously I don't want to do those things. But, you know, given that free play, just allowing our guys to get open, they understand when the ball snap in that situation. They've got free leeway to go get open. And that's all I tell them to do is get open. Um, he did a good job of creating separation and finished the job. And, uh, you know, that's, that play is not perfect all the time, but uh, to sit back there and, and our line did a great job of uh, protecting for as long as they needed to protect. And, um, you know, he did a good job of getting open and making a play. And then just real quick, again, I know you don't like talking about personal numbers, but is there one that you take – particular pride in perhaps more than the others like is it touchdown passes because it means points on the board or is there one you value more than any other there was one i valued more than any other that we did get accomplished it was the touchdowns to uh 13 or 14 we have 13 now we have 13 now i wish we could have gotten one more uh so a, a different player 14 oh, different player. Catch a touchdown for seven. yeah so that that one would have been really cool to have obviously we tied it um i mean that just shows you know, the, the guys that are capable of coming in here and scoring touchdowns, and it doesn't matter who could be a left tackle, could be a right tackle, could be any tight end or running back, you know, say any receiver that we put out there. So um, that, that, one's, that one's that's really cool, just knowing that, you know, we, we're getting everybody involved. Good enough. Thanks. Congrats. Thank you. Hey, Josh Adam Benini, congratulations on the win. Happy New Year. Um, I guess I remember, we, you know, talking to you after that playoff loss in Houston last year, and you talked about how that was not going to sit well. Uh, now that you're back entering the postseason uh, as the two seed in the AFC with everything you have around you in terms of this offense and how well you're playing, uh, what's your mindset on that and how confident are you? How much better are you as a quarterback and as an offense heading into this postseason? I mean, I, I feel like I'm night and day um, compared to – what I was last year. Obviously, I feel like I still have the same confidence uh, when I step on the field, but just understanding this this offense better, understanding my players better, and you know, having an understanding of the defense a little better, um, you know, allows us to to be in a better spot. Obviously, um, having a home playoff game, um, it, 
I mean, again, we'll find out who we play tonight, whether it be Saturday or Sunday. Um, but again, we, we got to go in there and do our job and, uh, you know, go try to do what we set out to do you know, before the season. And this all means nothing. It, you know, it's, it gave us a chance. It gave us a chance that we wanted. Uh, now we got to go take it. How well is this offense playing right now? I know you said you have things to clean up, and that's probably always the case, right? But how well are you playing heading into the postseason as an offense? Uh, we're playing good. Um, guys are getting open, catching the ball, doing their job. Our guys up front are blocking. Um, you know, Coach Davis calling excellent games, and we're going out there and executing. But again, uh, finding finding better ways to get the ball out, keeping the ball at arm's way, um, trying to limit the turnovers. Obviously, is something that we're going to need to do in the playoffs. Uh, so, yeah. Thank you. Congratulations. Thank you. Hey, Josh, Jason Wolf with the Buffalo News. Congratulations on the win, man. Thank you. So, Stefan leads the NFL in receptions and receiving yards. He let it come in. He leads it currently. He's in good shape to hang on to that, depending on what happens in the Arizona game. With all of your success, obviously, it doesn't happen without the help of your teammates, right? So, what more can you say about what Stefan's addition to this team has meant for you personally? And also, how he open things up for some other guy. No. No. Yeah. Um, obviously, he's he's a distraction out there for the defense. They got to know where he's at all, at all times. Whether they double him or try to get someone double him, um, he just finds ways to get open and catch the ball and make plays after, after the catch. Um, you know, I, I love that guy. He's, he's been awesome for us. He's been awesome for me, uh, as a friend, as a teammate. Just a guy that I, I trust completely. But again, you look at the guys like Smoke and and Gabe and Isaiah having their, their days today too. Uh, you know, we get cold back. It's just you gotta you gotta worry about a lot of guys in our offense. Um, and then given time, you know, one of them can can hit you deep. So we gotta keep going, obviously. But you know, he's been doing a really good job of getting open, catching the ball. And um, the thing about him, it just it didn't happen by accident. This is a guy that works extremely hard, uh, probably more so than anybody that I've ever seen. Takes care of his body like nobody I've ever seen. Uh, and it all pays dividends to, to what he does on the field. What does it mean to lead the NFL in receptions and receiving yards? A guy, you know, your number one receiver. Could you imagine? Uh, I mean, we're, we're keeping him happy by throwing him the ball up. But again, he's, he's one of those guys where, you know, it doesn't matter. You know, if he gets five targets or 20 targets a game, if he's helping the team wins, that's all he cares about. And that's why I love him so much. What does it mean to have John Brown back today and, and you know, for him to catch that long touchdown to sort of cap the first half? No, it was awesome. Um, and again, I, I hit him, I think, right before that. A um, little toe, tag, toe drag swag on the sideline for him just to get his confidence going as we're going to the playoffs. And, um, we're trying to be the best version of ourselves going into next week as we can and just getting him back out there and getting some of those reps with him was awesome. Congrats again, man. Thanks. Yeah, thank you, guys. Thanks, Josh. The quarterback press conference is presented by Energy Mark, the official energy supplier to the Buffalo Bills. Josh Allen talking about his teammate there, Stefan Diggs, holding on to hopefully the rece receptions record and receiving yards record in a single season for a Buffalo Bills player and for the NFL record. No Bills player has ever done that wide receiver uh, in Bills history. So it would be awesome to see him hang on to that. Josh Allen 
His records that he's broken in a single season for a Buffalo Bill is incredible. He's got total touchdowns, passing touchdowns, total yards, passing yards, passer rating, completions, completion percentage, and 300-yard games, uh, just to name a couple things that he's done this season. But the list goes on when you look at his uh, passing yards, his total yards, his rushing yards this season and since he's come into the NFL. Eric, when I talk about all those things and just a couple of the players in Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs, what has impressed you the most about this team this season? Well, when you look at Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs, there was no offseason. There was no preseason game. So we really had no idea what was coming. We didn't know that Brian Dayball was going to open up the offense for his third-year quarterback in Josh Allen the way he did through the passing game. There was no way of knowing this. Now, we did know that they added Stephon Diggs and they added Gabriel Davis. So they were adding weapons in the receiving core, but they also drafted a running back in Zach Moss high in the draft. So you didn't know if they were going to still rely on the run game as much as they did these past couple years. But there was a lot of games they completely abandoned it in the way that the Bills were able to execute through the air. And did you really think that in year three would be, we would be saying that Josh Allen broke the franchise completion percentage record? That is something um, that just shows the strides he made these last two years. Yeah, 72% completion percentage from him tonight. Just an impressive performance again. But he couldn't do it without his offensive linemen. So let's send it over to Deion Dawkins. He's talking to the media in the Zoom room right now. What does it mean to be a part of this 13-3 and Bills team? Uh, it means everything, you know. Um, it's, it just shows the journey that and that this team has been through and uh, where we're at now and where we're headed. The energy that that, uh, that and we play with and that we show for and one another has been going a long way and it's, uh, it's starting to pay off. Definitely. Scale of 1 to 56, how much fun were you guys having out there? You said scale of 1 to 56? Uh, 1 to 56. Uh, yeah, it was, uh, it, it was definitely higher than a, than a 56. I'm going to say... Uh, it's definitely over a hundred, you know, um, with a hundred being the max, uh, it's, it's just, it's just unreal. Like, uh, like guys make mistakes and we just brush it off and keep pushing where it's just like, all right, man, let's, let's just dug it out. Guys are happy for it and one another for scoring and, and breaking records and making plays. Definitely. Well, congratulations and, uh, good luck next week. Thanks. I'll tell Patrick, can yep. you uh, can you guys hear us? Can you hear me? Yep, I, I can hear you. Hey, how you doing, buddy? I'm good. How, how are you? I want to uh, congratulate you on an excellent year at left tackle. Uh, yeah. What type of journey has that been for yourself? And also, if you can just talk a little bit about the importance of keeping your quarterback upright. You guys have done an excellent job. Yeah, um, it could always be be uh, better, you know. Um, I'm extremely hard on myself, and uh, and I made a mistake today where I gave up a sack that I shouldn't have gave up. I don't even think that I touched the uh, touched the the defender, but it was just an MA and a, and a mistake. So uh, I'm very hard on myself, but um, I play with a lot of passion. I play with a lot of purpose to uh, to and respect and help the guys ar around me achieve and their goals. And uh, 
I take it personal when Josh gets hit as the whole offensive line does. And I think that that's what was the, the difference maker for this season. Um, we just took it very, very, very um, prideful on ourselves to keep that kid clean. And uh, we just tried to do the best that we possibly could all season long. And, uh, you know, it's it's been a good turnout. Well, congratulations to you, buddy. Thank you. Yes, thank you, man. Dion, John Warrell. Dion, John Warrell with the Associated Press. How you doing? What's up, man? How are you? Very good. Um, what does it mean to you and this team that you guys didn't ease yourselves into the playoffs? Well, um, it just shows that that this is a different Buffalo Bills and football team. Uh, we don't have to get in on anybody's back, on anybody's pigtail, on on anybody's blessing. This is all our doing, and uh, it feels good to kick that front door out and uh, and sweep the East. And 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 finally, just given the fact that the Dolphins had a lot to play for, um, and 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 you guys beat them by thirty points. Um, I'm not sure what kind of a statement that is, but can you sum that up? Well, um, and the Dolphins came out and they played hard, but uh, the Buffalo Bills just played a little bit harder. And uh, we're a different team where we play to kill. And uh, and the Dolphins are still a great team. It's just that the Buffalo Bills got the, the better hand of them on, on the Sunday evening. Thank you, Dion. Deion Dawkins, a part of an offensive line that has kept the pocket pretty clean for Josh Allen this season. And you think about the offensive line and just how much shifting that those five guys, whoever was on the field, had to go through this year with injuries, uh, just with finding their groove. You look back to last season and going into this season, everybody's hoping, oh, they'll have the same five for the first time of, of this group. Uh, the five guys who are likely going to be the starters, but then John Feliciano goes out with an injury and he comes in, you know, towards the middle part of the season. But this offensive line has gotten used to playing with different people next to them. And it seems like it really hasn't mattered because anytime somebody moves or somebody takes over center, they still do a great job. So how do you evaluate how this offensive line has played this season, given their circumstances? When you look at offensive line play around the NFL, it's down in general. And I say down, there's just not that many quality offensive linemen coming out of college anymore because the offenses are so much different from the NFL. That's getting a little closer, but these last maybe five or 10 years, it's been hard to draft offensive linemen. The Bills hit a home run in the second round with Deion Dawkins. Cody Ford went out this year, but they hit a home run there. So you drafted two guys there, and then you brought in a ton of quality free agents. One of the biggest weaknesses on the team in 2018 was the offensive line. And it pains me to say that I hate ever talking down about an offensive line, but it was. And, and so Brandon Bean brought in six free agents and drafted Cody Ford that year. And what they've done is they've accumulated talented guys with experience, and then they've drafted talented, tough, smart football players that fit the room. And when you have guys like that, you can interchange them at will, and that's where they haven't missed a beat when guys have gone out of the injury or out of the lineup because of injury or whatever it may have been. Sean McDermott at times this year has just been playing with the lineup to find the five best even without injury, and that's a luxury that the Buffalo Bills have given themselves. Yeah, Brandon Bean is known a lot for finding diamonds in the rough, whether it's a whether it's a 
player that they draft or whether it's a player that they find in free agency. And when you kind of go through this lineup that the Bills have in their roster, I mean, Gabriel Davis, a fourth round pick that has definitely outplayed the round that he was drafted in. And some of the other players that they've gotten in, in free agency, this defensive line that has completely been revamped in free agency. No, they're not the best defensive line in the NFL, but they do their job. I mean, how important is it to find those diamond in the rough type players to build your roster to where you can afford the top of the line players as well? Yeah, we talked about the depth of this team earlier in the show and by finding guys in free agency that no, you're not going to take the top of the, the free agent market. We've passed on some of those guys lately. That's something that we did in the mid 2000s to try and get over the hump. And that's not how you build long-term. What they've done is they've gone out and found extremely quality free agents, a number of offensive linemen you could point to, John Brown, Cole Beasley, and then the defensive side of the ball. We've Brandon Bean and Sean McDermott have found another a number of them. I mean, especially look at the two safeties that play as good a ball as anybody in the NFL. Those weren't the top safeties paid even in their own free agent class. And so what they've done is they've found guys, and at times maybe you have to pay a little bit more to get them to Buffalo, but those times are changing now uh, as the culture shifts here and people want to come to Buffalo. One of those players who's kind of been a diamond in the rough, especially this game, was Isaiah McKenzie. He's someone who's been on this team for a couple of years now, uh, but maybe not looked at as, you know, a number one or number two wide receiver, but he's been used as a gadget player in this offense for a couple seasons now. He did it again today. Three total touchdowns for him. He is someone who's proven that he can be a really reliable asset, especially this season. So let's send it over to Isaiah and see what he has to say about his performance. Uh, congrats on the big game. Take us through what was going through your mind during the punt return touchdown. Um, well, right before, the, right before that, I was telling Josh, I said, Josh, uh, don't worry about it, I'm, I'm, I'm a scorer. And he's like, well, go ahead then. And I'm like, all right, cool. I, I thought I was just going to get a big gain or maybe even just a fair catch. But uh, I seen, I caught the punt and I seen I had, to make, I had to make the gunner miss and then I seen a hole, so I just hit it as fast as I could. Um, well, everything Coach Heath and Smiley taught me. Um, and just, I just learned it from Dre. You know what I'm saying? Dre just hits it. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to just hit it. And that's what I did. What role has special teams made in this historic 2020 Bills season? Um, it's, it's, been a, it's always, especially it's always important. We, we've done a lot of big things, especially with Dre, with the big kickoff returns, you know what I'm saying? You know, a couple of returns here and there. Just great, put us in a great field position, you know, each and every week when we need it. Congrats on the big game. Congrats on the win. Sean McDermott is now available in the Zoom room, so we will quickly send it over to him to hear him speak about this historic season that the Bills have had. Um, I know you said multiple times this week that you guys were going to do what was best for your team heading into week 17. And I was wondering what made this approach that you guys take or took today the best thing for your team. Yeah, just like I said, I mean, there's just a lot of variables to go into. Um, you know, it's a long-winded answer or could be a long-winded answer, but I'll just keep it short. Just, you know, we just felt like it was right. We wanted to get some guys, some opportunities and, and um, you know, do what we've been doing, honestly. And you know, I feel like um, 
you know, we knew we were going against a good Dolphins team and, and uh, wanted to put, a, put a good, another good week of work in. And um, that's really it. So. Thanks, Sean. Hey, Coach, congrats on the win. Um, how did it feel to kind of take care of your own business? I mean, I know you would have taken the number two seed any way that they gave it to you, but I know you're big on earning the right. So just just the value of earning that and assuring that seeding for yourself and your team. Yeah, I thought the, I thought the players, uh, the guys really did a good job of, uh, of being focused this week. Um, you know, Miami had, uh, was on a longer week, if you will. I think they played last Saturday where we played Monday night, and so we were on a shorter week. And, um, you know, so we were, they did a good job of getting themselves some rest this week and, and getting ready to play, which is, which is not easy to do. But I thought they showed their, uh, their ability to get their focus back and reset after, after Monday night. Perfect. Thanks. Good luck next week. Thanks. Hey, Sean, congrats on the win and congrats on uh, sweeping the division for the first time in uh, franchise history. I guess, um, you know, when you, when you think about that, doing something once again, that's never been done uh, for this organization, just what does that mean to you? Yeah, it's a great accomplishment. Um, you know, it's all about the team, Heather, and, and uh, just proud that the guys played the way they did today. And uh, the coaches did a good job of, of uh, coming up with a good game plan so they could execute at that level that you saw today. And, you know, the game didn't really start out the way we wanted it to, um, but I thought we uh, did a good job of uh, finding our rhythm after a couple minutes there. When you look at what Isaiah was able to do today, um, you know, how important is that to see a performance like that, especially given that we don't know what Cole's status is going to be for the playoff game next week? Yeah, Isaiah, so he's, he's such a – joy to have around and, and, and fun to watch. He's developed so much since coming here. Um, I think just another example of guys coming to Buffalo and becoming the best version of themselves. And, um, you know, he's well-liked on our, on our team and it brings a lot of energy to what we do. So I, I really enjoyed watching him play today. Awesome. Thanks, Sean. Sure. Coach, good win today. Mookie Hawk is Buffalo Sports 1080. How you doing today, sir? Good, Mookie. Um, how much, how important was it for you guys to just be even killed, not trying to overdo it with all these playoff scenarios and seating, just to keep the guys comfortable in what you do as far as the preparation on the week to week? Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, there's, no one has a crystal ball. So, you know, we evaluated some factors, like I've said before, and, and uh, you know, felt like this was, was, this was the right approach uh, for us as a team. Every year is different. Every situation is different. Every team is different, so uh, we just felt like this was the right situation for us. Coach, you, you finished undefeated in the division, a, a, a franchise first. You, you tied uh, 13 wins, which is a franchise record as well. How much momentum and confidence does this carry on until the new season? I mean, well, the new season is the new season. Um, you know, we certainly have a lot of work to do. We've, we've got certain things we've got to work on that came up in this game and, and other games, and, and so I think if you stay with that right mindset, uh, we get earned the ride and continue to grow. Uh, that's a good, humble, humble approach. Absolutely, Coach. Hey, job well done. But, you know, like you said, it's a lot to go and good luck along the way, Coach. All right. Thanks, Mookie. Appreciate it. Hey, Sean. It's John Scott. Um, how much of one of those factors was the reality that you may play Miami again next week and managing, whether it's game plan wise or personnel wise, knowing that, I mean, a rarity you could play the same team back to back weeks? 
Yeah, um, I've been a part of that one other time, uh, I believe. Uh, but we've, we've got a lot of respect for Miami, um, you know, and, and so that was obviously one thing that was um, one variable that was in the overall equation for this week that we had to consider. And so, um, you know, just uh, again, wanted to do, we tried to get back to, again, at the end of the day, you can sit there and, and evaluate all these factors and variables and everything. But at the end of the day, what's best for us? And, uh, you know, since we've come here, we've always tried to make decisions with that in mind so why why you know would this decision be any different so that's that's what we did and how do you think your guys handled knowing that they may not play the whole game and maybe guarding against injury it's the final week and also executing and playing well out the gate well i thought they handled it like pros uh they were mature about it and professional and, and that's what i would expect and i think that's you know a sign that they're, they're growing and and uh and these guys are competitive. They want to play. And, uh, but I thought it was great to see uh, some of the other guys that, that have worked so hard. You know, Antonio Williams, Mike Love out there. Um, uh, you know, and some other guys that, that came in and did a great job. I mean, to be able to, to bring up a guy like Mike Love or Antonio and Nate Becker out there playing. They worked so hard all year. It's, it's the least we could do to, to give them a chance. And I thought they did well. Thanks, Sean. Hey, Sean, Jason Wolf at the Buffalo News. Congratulations on another big win. Thanks, Jason. Now that you have uh, the full regular season behind you, I was curious what more you could say about what Stefan Diggs, what his addition has meant to this franchise, not only the impact that he had on the field this year, but behind the scenes as well. Yeah, I mean, I, I mentioned it before. I'm very, very much appreciate and grateful for Steph. Um, love his approach. He's a team player. Uh, extremely competitive and and he really I think more than anything he just he just wants to continue to grow and get better and I think that's that's probably been one of the biggest um, kind of marks that he's had on our team which is which is great to see you guys rewrote the franchise record book in many respects offensively this year but what does it mean to you to have a receiver leading the NFL in receptions and receiving yards this is you know we're not just talking all-time bills <laughs> Yeah, no, I think it's great. I mean, that's seven percent. Yeah, I think records are great. Um, you know, none of those records are individual, uh, individually accomplished on their own. And uh, but certainly appreciate and, and proud of those guys. I think Tyler broke a record. Uh, Steph, Josh, uh, our offense as a whole. So, uh, you know, just just great to see and, and uh, really appreciate it. I also wanted to ask you about the importance of getting John Brown back healthy, having him get a game in before the playoffs hit, and to see him catch that long touchdown. Yeah, that was huge. Uh, really, really appreciate the way John's worked to come back, and and I thought he got into a good rhythm today with Josh and our offense, which is which is great to see. Thanks a lot. Sure. Hey, uh, Sean, Mike Catalano, you got me okay? Yeah, I can hear you, Mike. Go ahead. Um, Josh was asked about the difference between a year ago going into the playoffs with Houston and now, and he said he's night and day. In a general sense, how's your team a year ago to now in terms of confidence and all those things that you know it takes to win in the playoffs? How different are you guys now than you were a year ago when you went to Houston? Yeah, every year is different, Mike. You know, I mean, I, I would hope that, that, um, that we're all better. Um, every year is different, and, and I would just tell you that these, these playoffs, these games are, you know, uh, you're one and done, and you, you got to bring your A game, and and so, um, you know, this, this AFC is, is, a, is, a, is going to be a tough bracket here, if you will. Um, there's, there's good teams all the way throughout. Um, 
you know, and so, uh, you know, we're 13 and three and probably pretty good chance we're playing an 11 win team in the first round of the playoffs, which is uh, kind of uncommon. But uh, so we got to put the work in. That's it. That's, that's, that's the bottom line. We got to put the work in this week and get our focus back. And one thing specific to today, you always talk about complimentary football to end the year in a game where your defense scored, your special team scored, your offense put up, I guess, 40, whatever the number was. You couldn't draw it up much better than that, could you? Yeah, I mean, it was good to watch. It was, uh, you know, I didn't think we were we were uh, on our game early. Uh, I thought that they were doing a good job giving the credit, and um, but we, we kept our composure, and, and I thought uh, the players came back and executed at a high level, and then we started really, like you mentioned, uh, complimenting one another, which is fun to watch. Great, thank you. Sure. Hey, Sean. Um, you know, back when Isaiah McKenzie got here, you know, from that point to now, you guys have added so much to that wide receiver room, tons of competition, and he's come out, you know, he survived it all. Um, how has he been able to do that? Yeah, that's what I love about, one of the things I love about him is he's, he's, uh, he's a winner, you know. I mean, you, you track his, his, his story, Matt, and I'm sure you've done your research, you track his story, and the guy's just extremely tough, mentally tough, as well as physically tough, but... Um, you know, he, he's continued to show that, that when the deck is stacked against him, he finds a way to get it done. And, and, uh, and that, that really came up in training camp. I mean, he just kept showing up and showing up and showing up. And I think that's part of the reason why the guys love him so much is because he brings um, so much of that mentality to our team. And what does the schedule look like for you the rest of the, the evening uh, as you get ready to, you know, start what, you know, could be a short week of preparation? Yeah, so I'm going to go back across the, the road here and, um, you know, kind of debrief this game and then get myself set up for the next game. And I'll probably take my stuff home um, because I won't, we won't know um, potentially until I get home who it could be and when it could be on the short week to your point. So, um, yeah, uh, I'll be prepared to work tonight um, if need be here. So, Thanks, Sean. All right, you got it. Hey, Sean, DanteLastingBills.com. Can you hear me? Sure, I got you, buddy. Congrats on the win, and congrats on passing Chuck Knox for third most wins in franchise history. Thanks. How proud are you? Of course. How proud are you uh, with the level of play from your special teams unit this year? Oh, they've done a great job. Uh, You know, Heath Farwell and Matt Smiley have done a great job of leading those guys, and they bring so much much juice to our team. Um, And I think in some, on some, on some teams, those teams, the, that unit is more of an afterthought. I think for us is those guys have such a key role in doing what we do and, and a big hand in, in, uh, in the results we've gotten. I think it's just, it's fun to watch those guys every week. Well, congrats again. And thank you for your time. Sure. Thank you. Yes. Good evening, coach George Radney, challenger community news. Congratulations on another win. Thanks George. And I was around for ground Chuck, uh, but that was a lot a more dominated running team, but your team is definitely a lot more exciting we loved the wins back then, but we like them uh, just as much now. All right. Thanks, buddy. And my question is, how did you go from, from your first year coaching the Bills? There were a lot of penalties, a lot of things. And each year, you've gotten this team to, to not commit as many penalties. I mean, t- this season has been unbelievable with, the, uh, with not seeing the uh, yellow flags that much. How did you go about getting that dis- instilling that discipline into the team? Yeah, I think it's an everyday approach, uh, you know, to be on the, to put place value on, on discipline and details. Um, 
you know, the winning is in the margins sometimes and a lot of times in this league because the talent is so is so uh, similar across teams uh, for the most part. So I give the guys a lot of credit, the coaches, uh, the position coaches in particular, and the coordinators, they take the message, my message, and connect it to the team and to the guys and, and the guys execute. You know, it's hard to win when, you, when you're beating yourself. Um, yeah. So um, that's just a key piece for us, and we got to keep, keep that going. Great. Thanks a lot. Good luck with the playoff game coming up. Okay, thank you. Hey, Sean, Thad Brown, can you hear me okay? Yeah, I got you, Thad. Uh, you said all week that you had a, a plan for this game. How much did you stick to that plan as the, the first half of the game wore on? Yeah, I'd say fairly well. Um, you know, it never comes out exactly the way you draw it up, but, uh, you know, just wanted to feel the game and see where we were. And, and uh, there were certain things I wanted to accomplish in the game. We wanted to accomplish, accomplish in the game. And, and uh, you know, uh, so it just, you know, I think we were able to get some things done that we wanted to get done, yet – Obviously, you know, still a lot of work to do. How important was it for you to make sure the offense or the team, when starters came out of the game, were doing so off a high note, off a of success, and maybe to continue the momentum that you'd built the last three, four weeks and make sure you're taking that into the postseason? Yeah, well, we knew the Dolphins were a good team. Uh, we have a lot of respect for them, and, and so wanted to um, come out and, and play the way we play. and and, uh, you know, continue to grow in all three phases. And I thought the coaches really did a good job of leading that effort this week. Thanks a lot, Sean. Appreciate it. Yep, sure that. Sean McDermott's press conference is presented by Hunt, the official real estate and relocation company of the Buffalo Bills. The regular season is over for the Bills. The postseason begins next week. And, and this Bills team under Sean McDermott, they've been to the playoffs now twice. This is their third time in four years. They'll be in the playoffs with a chance to make a run at the Super Bowl. This team has lost twice in the playoffs. The standard has obviously changed in the last couple of years since Sean has been here. The standard is now to win in the playoffs, to play up to that playoff caliber mindset that they talk about so much throughout the regular season. And we know they have the number two seed. We know they're hosting a home game, but the opponent is still TBD. We'll find that out here in the next couple of hours, hopefully. But what does this team's mindset need to be, Eric? It's a team that has scored so many points this year, another record that they have broken. Uh, and they've beat teams by a wide margin the last three or four weeks. And, and the defense has stepped up so much in the last couple weeks, finally making their way into the top 10 mark uh, for total yards allowed. So what do they need to channel? What do they need to harness from the last couple weeks to bring into that first round of the playoffs? Well, you mentioned most of it, but uh, they're going in very confident into the playoffs. And this is an offense that's scoring points at an incredible rate. This is a defense that is peaking right now. Both sides of the ball are going into the playoffs extremely hot to where the the standard isn't playoff caliber. The standard is championship caliber. And I think I've seen some shirts up there that have shifted. And when, when I was there, it was always playoff caliber. We need to get to the playoffs. Okay, now that you've made the playoffs three out of four years, now that you're 13 and three, now that you're the number two seed in the AFC, now it's time to go make a run at the Super Bowl, and that's the new standard. Yeah, this team knows so much what it's like to lose in the playoffs. So much of this team was there last season, and they know that taste 
We heard Josh Allen say after the loss against the Texans, like, I'm not going to get over this until we start playing again. And now the 2020 season, regular season, has come to a close, and they can finally do what they've been waiting to do <laughs> since last season. So definitely an exciting time to be a Buffalo Bills fan, to be a part of the team. Eric, we thank you for your time. We're going to wrap the show up here. But if you guys want more highlights, more analysis, more breakdown, make sure you check out MSG at 1130 for all of it. Uh, thanks for watching us. For Eric Wood, I'm Maddie Glab. We'll see you guys next week. Enjoy your Sunday night.